rapper Nipsey Hussle shot outside of his clothing store in LA. Everybody's talking about it. We're going to talk about it too. But we're going to break it down from a different perspective. We're going to look into his life, some of his thoughts, his philosophy, his relationships, and we're going to take a little journey into our ideas about living a good life and death. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes. Going over to our website, that's hangwithapes.com, sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music on all major streaming platforms, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. Um, Crazy, you know, because we're rappers. Um, we rap. Um, we got music out there. So even though, like, we're not as famous and as well known as Nipsey Hussle you kind of always you feel like a connection like like yeah. a rapper it's like I don't want to say it's one of us because it's not like quite that but it's just like it's an artist like it's like a guy that's like actively created something for the consumption of the world like the for for the the entertainment of the world and and plenty of rappers have been killed that's like not a even or have died or have died yeah so it's not a new thing but this particular one it's it's rough because not even so much about being like the biggest fan of his music but it's pretty undeniable that he was a real ass dude yeah very very real very authentic um always growing and i think that this episode is more than just like a rapper getting shot and killed because i think it's easy to look at this as a narrative of oh yeah well you know dude, dude was a rapper well, what do you expect like from someone who doesn't listen to rap or 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 doesn't understand right or to piggyback off that it could easily be uh Let's take advantage of the situation, social media, likes, post a picture, RIP, Nipsey Hustle, and not really like delve in and break down philosophically what's going on here. Yeah, because the thing of it is, is the fact that there's a lot of things to unpack about this. I feel... Even even the fact that like he was shot in front of his own store, yeah. clothing line, it's it's so heartbreaking and kind of like makes you think like, damn, <laughs> like here here's an artist who makes music. Yeah, thirty three years old makes music and and well, you know what? I actually thought that he um he had been out for a while because. His mixtapes were pretty hot, and he was known. But 
little did I know that Victory Lap, which was the album that came out last year, was his first album. His first album was Grammy nominated and was a very good album. I will say that. Was it my favorite of the year? No, it wasn't, but it was definitely worth a listen. He had some real shit to say. And the fact that he's <laughs> clearly not put his eggs in one basket, like he's actually yeah. diversified. And, and and from and I've heard this from like just like in general, he's been the type to always help his community, help people around him. He's always been about like, well, I want to grow. Making his people bigger. Making his people bigger. We actually just saw a video on, on Twitter where he's talking. It's like a young Nipsey Hustle. Yes. I mean, young, younger than, I mean, he seemed like he was like 18. That's how young it looked. And um, they're asking him, you know, what does he care about? Does he care about the jewels? Does he care about the money? And he said, well, those things are nice. Like, I, I care about diversifying my assets. Yeah, because the, the reporter brought up the fact that like, he's a young talent and he's like man you don't really got like that much ice on this this and that and then he's like he's like man i'm i'm worried about assets not liabilities like i'm i'm worried about things that grow in value yep <laughs> and as you and i know that's so rare from where like the places where we come from like that's Maybe if like you were, if he was like some kid on his way to Harvard Business School, yeah, more likely, or like uh, a tech savvy kid like in Silicon Valley that understood the concept of, of, uh, of you know, business and at very least being a theoretical millionaire. But this is like a hood guy, you know, and associated with Crips at the time. You're in a gang. You're associated with gang members. Like, how? How? In, in what world does this happen? You know what I'm saying? Where he's talking about assets at that age. You know, like, what did he see? What was he thinking? And then not only that, but to now see the fast forward and see where he was heading. Yeah. Like, because at this point, and 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 again, it comes as a shock to me that his first album, Grammy nominated. He's respected. He's doing something new. He started a clothing line. And just tragic to be shot. I mean, I've I've read reports. I don't really know what, what the... What was he getting robbed? Did someone just pull up and shoot? Um, of course, Twitter going crazy. Starting conspiracy theories, I think that that's that's terrible. Definitely, <laughs> I feel I feel that disgusted at the fact that like some people are taking this as an opportunity to like. We saw a video where this guy said that he shot Nipsey. Yeah, like it's like it looked like it was like a Instagram live video, yeah. and it's like he's it's like a split screen, and like the one guy on the top, he's like, "Man, you shot Nipsey." And then the guy on the bottom's like, man, yeah, fuck Nipsey. Like, I shot that motherfucker, this, this, and that. And either way, it's fucked up. Like, if that shit's true, well, not only is that guy, like, a complete and utter moron and, like, just evil and rotten to the core, it's like, like, what, like, what, what, what is the world? Like, you know? And then if it's not true, 
why would you think that that's something to say or play around with, which is also incredibly stupid, yeah. you know? Um, and pretty rotten. I, and begs to ask the same question. What in the world, wh- wh- what have we become? Yeah. And then that's another thing, like, one would ask is, like, let's say there is some truth to that situation. Or let's say maybe that particular situation isn't the case, but a similar situation is the case. What is it where somebody is, like, so compelled to, like, chase clout that... Like to them, an act like this is worth it, you know, like, like, you know, yeah. or even if you were trying to rob for what, a, a, a few hundred, a few thousand dollars, like, or, or the chain that the guy might have or whatever, like, is that, you know, is that worth it? Is that what, what, what did that? It's evil. It's, yeah. We'll call it for and, what it is. Yeah. Simple. And then, and then the fact that like, uh, cause then it makes me. Think about the XXX Tentacion video, which I thought was very upsetting. Here you have a guy that that just got shot and robbed or whatever, and like you care about the fact that it oh shit it's XXX Tentacion. Let me take a video because mm-hmm. like, damn. <laughs> yeah, like no respect for the dead. No respect and like what. What does that benefit? What what would have, like I mean, obviously from from, from what it seemed like he died on on site, but wouldn't it be a better situation if you didn't pick up the phone and tried to help, call nine one one, maybe try to you know take him to the like, or even let's say even when you get there, like all of that's been done. There's nothing. Do you really do you really need a video of this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even even if for some reason the answer to that is yes, that you do need this video or you need to capture this moment, you really need to, like, highlight it. You really need to post it and, and, and popularize it. Like, it's like, what is that? And going back to, like, what we were, were saying about, you know, this guy on this video on, on that's circulating on Twitter about the guy claiming that he's responsible for, for this shit. I've seen videos online of guys here in Chicago where it's like the dude is in the driver's seat and he has a gun and like the passenger or somebody in the back is taking the video and like they pass by like a squad car of Chicago police and like the dude is like by holding his the gun by the lap but like pointing it like towards the door towards the side of where the squad car is and like saying shit like man this pig don't even know like I'll light his bitch ass up this this and that. Like the the obviously that gets like a complete and utter disregard for for human life. But how does like how does that get there? Like how does one get to that place? You know what I'm saying? Like what what does it take a person? What does it take for a person to get there? And then why is that? only in certain communities that's not like yeah. not to say by any crazy theory that somebody might come up with that like a person of a different race or different color won't do that like a person a white person never do that an asian person will never do that 
but it's not happening at the the large number scales that you see in mostly the black community and then to i'd say like a, a lesser degree in the brown community like you see stuff like that but it's mostly in the black community and like i said to a lesser degree in the brown communities but but what is like is that is it parenting is or lack thereof is it is it values yeah you know and and so it's interesting because on twitter um there's this uh this guy that we follow darius underscore m4 that's his twitter handle and he posted this and it's a very it's an interesting thought he says Nipsey Hussle shot six times outside of his store in Los Angeles. I've told successful black men to leave the black community alone. Don't go back and try to save it or build it. It's a war zone. Black people don't like when black men try to do positive things. They envy it. And then obviously he got like a slew of responses. Some disagreeing with him. Some agreeing with him, some disagreeing with him vehemently and aggressively. Like this one guy just pretty much flat out said, sit your stupid ass down and shut the fuck up. So like he's clearly very angry. But let's analyze that. Is Is there truth to that? Because I think... In situations where somebody is successful and to a degree they kind of hide their success to a lot of a lot a lot less people envy it because the success is hidden so maybe they don't drive like the nicest car or, or whatever the case but when you get to the point where like it's like Maybe one would flaunt like either they, you know, they have jewelry or the nice clothes or the the nice car. And like it draws the attention, especially like amongst like a younger demographic. It does draw envy. It does. Yeah. And I mean that what uh, Darius M4. Yeah. Said on Twitter echoes what Lil Boosie said, which says he says that a lot of rappers end up dying in their own city due to the fact. That, I mean, you pretty much broke it down. The fact that they know, they might know you from from when you were younger. They might know where you started and then you succeeded. And and, and you've made it and and maybe they're not in the the same place that you are. And because of that, it it creates a, a bad energy, jealousy. And because of that, it's like that on that animosity turns into something like, oh, well, dude got shot by 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 some dude, or he got robbed, you know, for mm-hmm. a chain. And it's 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 dark, but it's it's also sad that in your own hometown, you know, which which he was proud of, yeah, of, of his so. community, and and he was proud of where he came from, but in your own hometown, like. Something like that happens. And there's one thing to be like when you see somebody that's like at a level that you feel is like more successful or, you know, something along those lines, you might feel convicted like, damn, like 
and I don't think there's anything wrong with that that level of conviction. I man, that's you know I'd like to get there. Like you know that it serve as like like a motivating factor, like a fire. That there's nothing wrong with that. But then there's a difference between that and like flat out jealousy. And it's like rather than me try to to match this energy or do good, it's like let me. I'd rather just put out this light. You know what I'm saying? Or rather than create my own light, it's like, let me just put this one out. And it's so, so crazy. And I think about sometimes, like, when I talk to people about different things, like, it's like, you know, like financial stuff or, or like music stuff or business stuff or, or whatever. And I'm 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 nobody. Like I'm I'm just a guy like trying to make like my way in the world and trying to like do certain things and trying to live out my dreams and secure a few streams of revenue. Like but in, in everything that I do I always like anytime that like I show somebody something or reveal something to somebody that's like close to me or I care about it's like I do it not not ever to like breed jealousy, but to also to show that it's like if I can do it, you can do it. Like anybody can do it. Like I'm I'm not that smart. Like I'm not that great. It's you know it can be done. It says, and sometimes that can be like a network tool also because it's like you tell somebody, oh, it can be done, and then the person's like, it can be done. If, matter of fact, you help me get it done, I'll help you get it done. Yeah. We'll help each other get it done. Yeah. <clears throat> and it seems like this guy was all about that. Like, all about, like, it's like, yeah, this is not, like, impossible. I'm not saying, like, you need a rap. Not saying you need to do anything that I'm doing. It's just saying that you can achieve, like, your own level of success, you know, and... It's the, the the idea is crazy that there's there's people out there that like they hate that shit. Not only that, but it goes back to what you said in the beginning of uh, the podcast, which was like, it sucks. It sucks, but it sucks not only because he's an artist, and and we make music, and and you know there is a connection there. I feel, but also because. By all accounts, he seemed like a, a guy that was on the same shit that we were on. You know, yeah. like whether whether we were like, because I'll tell you right now, like I've listened to him, you've listened to him, but like we're not like huge fans of him or anything like that. We give him props, but it, it's just seeing that, like, damn, d- dudes out there, you know, first album, victory lap, just victory lap. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That just the is the bravado of it. Yeah, absolutely. The, the bravado and and and. Then you come out with an album like that, and it gets nominated, and it's like, and then when you when you look at them, and a lot of the themes of the album are very like pro business, pro entrepreneurship, yes. like pro be your own man type shit, and, and just real, just some real motherfucking shit. Like it's just this is some real shit. Like I feel like if someone that doesn't listen to rap listens to his music, listens to that album. They'll be able to take stuff out of that because, like, the stuff that he was on. Yeah. Just because he's from a different, 
you know, area or, 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 or different, you know, his, to be honest with you, like his themes, I like my biggest criticism of him, like in terms of his music was always like, I felt like it sounded a little too West coastish for my taste. Yeah. And like, I didn't like particularly care for his like rap schemes. Like that felt like they were like not as like rhythmic as I like. Yeah. Like I'm more of a like uh like I like 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 you know how when Eminem does his schemes like he's very rhythmic about it. Yeah. You know, that was but but in terms of like what dude like talked about and his message and everything, I always thought that shit was like pretty stellar. Yeah. So so it does it hurts in that sense. Like damn, this is a real guy. You lost a real one like regardless. And you think about that, and then obviously, given the fact that we do hip hop music and we we listen to it, we listen to all types of music, but we definitely listen to hip hop and, and we have an ear to it and always paying attention. Like at this time, you need, you know, you need a guy like him. Yeah, you, you need rappers we, we, like we we need as many of them as we can find. Yeah, because um, the current state is not. I feel not, and not just. I'm not just talking about rap. I'm talking about society, like yeah. the world. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about that, like, just in, in, in your in your in your genre, you're needed. But like, if you think about, like, yeah, what he was on, you need that type of person in the world because it means something like what you said, like when you, when you, when you said that, like sometimes you'll, you'll tell your friends like, Oh, Hey, you know, I did this, I did that. You need that because like, if, if you want, if you want to grow and, and, and you want to learn and and you want to be better every day, but you're surrounded by people who are okay with the status quo or not, not hungry enough or, or look at what you're doing, and 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 they'll be like, "Oh, Jan, you're crazy. You're you're, yeah. you're out of your fucking mind." Like, I feel that. I know that. I know that feeling and look all too well. <laughs> right? It, it's very disheartening, and that's not to say that you know if, if if the person is happy by all accounts, like if you're happy with the status quo, that's fine. But see, for the people that that want to think a little bit bigger, that sacrifice a little bit more. To have someone in their circle that that's on the same shit, or, or at least encourages it, that means a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like that means a lot because it, it really, honestly, like in the dark, dark times, it really could mean like the difference between life and death. Like it really yeah. can mean like the difference between like I'm not talking about suicide or no shit like that, but like I, it it can mean the difference in terms of like is it even worth proceeding because there's nobody that like sees it or gets it yeah and that's like like it's like in a sense like if you in that moment decide it's not worth it you don't physically die but like you kill your soul yeah like it's like or at least part of it dies like part of what you want to do and accomplish you know what i'm saying yeah and you know everyone has their passions everything is different for everybody but I feel like having a person like him, it, it it's 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 huge. I mean, like I was telling you 
earlier like the fact that like even doing this podcast is like it's a blessing because we're able to do something that we love we've always i mean from from a young age we've always broken things down and and analyzed them and spoke about them and and i always thought it was great conversation i was like man this is good mm-hmm. and like little little did we know that it was podcasting that we, we were yeah. doing without podcasting but yeah. we were podcasting and we'd be you know in your lumina driving in the night <laughs> god knows where like four of us yeah and, and we all had like uh, our thoughts on relationships our thoughts on on culture our thoughts on movies our thoughts on music and to think, like, we were, like, what, 17, 18 years old? Shit, younger than that. Yeah, yeah, Dude. even younger, yeah. And, and and to even think that, like, our, our, our minds have changed. Like, wow, <coughs> you know? Definitely. And and to to sit there and be like, man, I'm able to do this. It's 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 a blessing. And, and I mean, it's even a blessing the fact that you're my co-host, you know, like, that we were able because you, you thought of, like, hey, we should do a podcast. Oh, shit, what's that? All right, well, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it... It's a blessing. It's a blessing. And like I thought about it and 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 as a man what if I die? You know what I'm saying? What if I die? Will you continue on? Will you be able to to move on and and keep keep the 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 content going for the people that listen to us, you know, for for for, for the more that that don't know about us that'll find out about us like it's one of those things where you think about that shit and it's like, man, that this shit is so much bigger than me. This shit is, is it's, it's ridiculous. And then, and then to see, to, to have thought about that pretty, pretty closely to, to this Nipsey hustle situation. It's like, it, it, it gives you the perspective, like, holy shit. You know it, yeah, how, like how fragile everything really is. Yeah. It, it, it's and, fragile. And, how important it is to like the people in your life to give them the 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 flowers while they're alive you know yeah like give them like 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 you let them know like hey you know you mean this or this is important or yeah because you you never really know you never really know and then like the the journey of it all, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I, like like you said earlier, like how like dude was like a lot of the stuff he he was on was is kind of similar to like the stuff he we were on, and it's funny because the other day I saw this interview with him. It was like I think like by like by GQ. It was called like the couple quiz, and it was like him and his girl literally came out like three days ago. Yeah, like the twenty eighth. And like his girlfriend was Lauren London, the actress, and they're there in in the video. They're there, and she has like these uh, question cards, and like they're like you can see they're having a good time. Like she's yeah. asking him these questions, and she's trying to like like uh, you know like throw him off his square, like like ask like trick questions and stuff like that. And it's badass because like in a time where like the culture has become. Oh man, like I'm, 
like I'm fucking all these bitches, like like I'm 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 a rapper, like this bitches love me, this this and that. Like you could tell, like dude was like very content, like in his relationship. Yeah. Like he, cause she's like, uh, she asks a question. She's like, oh, like what makes me mad? And he's like, uh, he's like, I don't think about that. Like you think, like why would I want to think about like, what makes my girl mad? Like he's like, he's like, and he even like was like real like gangster with. It. He's like, I don't think about no shit like that. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And and so like the dude. He had a good soul. Yeah, good soul and like and like real in his skin. Like still like, you know, he had his 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 gangster way about him, but but like that doesn't that doesn't change like who he was as a person. And like that he didn't he didn't care about like all this other this stuff that like people are saying are cool. And for the long time now you and I have like been very, very good at analyzing and catching the undertones of the counterculture. And he look look at like Pusha T last year, he got married. It's like it's like when like like rap be what became a thing of like, oh like fuck all the bitches, pop bottles. Like some of the realest ones are like, hey, you know what? Like that shit ain't cool anymore. Like you motherfuckers played that shit out. Like yeah, that shit yeah. is like weak. Like we're going this way. The market is saturated. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and it's like you look at that stuff and it's like, wow, like how things change. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. how you know, you, you get these guys and, and then but but the thing is to like be proud of it because you there have been times where like rappers <clears throat> they're in they're in like serious relationships but they they're like they're not like very like open about it it's like they don't want people to know it's like yeah. they have it and it's like their private life <clears throat> but what they represent is like something very different yeah but then these guys were like very open about it like now nah, like you know i got my girl or i got my wife or whatever even what was so badass is even in like the pusha t drake beef when like Drake tried to get at Pusher for like being on some marriage shit. Yeah. He's like, and, and like it was so badass how Pusher responded to that. He's like, he shit, like, why are you criticizing marriage? Like, shit, maybe your mom would have benefited from something like that. Yeah. Like, how wild is that to turn yeah. that around? Like, damn, like it was like Drake probably thought he was saucy as fuck, saying, like, oh man, like, you're you're like getting married. Like, like, that's lame ass shit. And then Pusher yeah. turned it around, like, nah, dude, like that shit is lame. Like, you're like that shit is oversaturated. That shit is oh, yeah. played out. And you your know? baby mama ain't shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, wow. And and you think about these things and it's like, yeah, it's just a diss song or it's just an album where he's saying some regular ass shit. But these are <clears throat> great men really letting you know their truth. Yeah. And living it. And living li it out loud too. Yeah. And, and, and living it. And it's like these these conversations, right? Because, like, someone could listen to a Pusha T album or someone could listen to a Nipsey Hussle album and they could skip over it because they have no relation and you know, this has nothing to do with me. This is not even... I'm not of the world. Mm -hmm. But it means a lot to someone who comes from something along those lines and to be like, wow, this guy is a smart guy. Yeah. This guy broke down stuff that I... Man, what? Like, like there was stuff that Pusha T just said about, like... It's just funny to me, like, about a crackhead. You know what I'm saying? Like, something as simple as, like, a crackhead. Mm -hmm. Where he, I think he, I, I forgot what song it was where he says uh, something about, like, a, a, a mummy. Yeah. I felt that shit in my soul. Like, damn, like, 
I've seen this. I've yeah. seen this with my own eyes. I've seen it with you. Yeah. And Big Baby. Like, we've seen this. This, Wow. Like, yeah. how could you... How could you get Encapsu this experience? Encapsulate what I've experienced. Yeah, and it's like, man. And then you think about, even like on a grander scheme, let's, I mean, let's just say skip rap. And it's actually something that Ben Shapiro talks about in his book. About, about like... About rap? Right? No. <laughs> how wild would right? that be? Imagine. How fucking wild would that be? <laughs> no, but like but like about Athens and, 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 yeah. and the Greek philosophers <laughs> and how they were spinning them bars, right? <laughs> 16, not 16. <laughs> no, but it's like, think about this. And I guess you think about like some of the philosophers, like they actually, and you were talking about this in the car, about like, analyzing things so much to the point where like you give so much detail that it matters mm -hmm. thousands of years later like people are still asking the same questions are still breaking down still having the same discussion mm -hmm. you know and i guess like earlier today we had we had uh, we had a conversation at work and, and we we're like man i was talking to some uh some of the guys or whatever and they're like man you don't you ain't ready for a kid. Like, and they weren't telling me, they're just, like, they're just speaking for themselves. Like, when you have a kid, it's like, shit just changes. Like, shit changes. It's like, damn. Like, I don't even live for myself. Yeah. And, and in a way, I kind of understood it. I understood it because, although I don't have kids, I understood what they meant. Like, the purpose. Like, the you need to pass something on. Like it has to be beyond you. Like if I die or if, or if, or if you die and, and this is all we have, we pass something on, we passed a discussion, we passed something purposeful that yeah, it's not about like, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm on a beach and I'm drinking a pina colada and like, look at the sunset and I'm relaxed. And this is what life is all about. That's nice. But I don't think that that's what life is about. You know, nah. I think it's about, the discussions and, and, and what I mean about the discussions is like what's in the social fabric, you know, you know what I mean? Like breaking it down, trying to understand it. You might be wrong. It's okay. You might be right. Great. But the fact that you're there, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and you're trying to, to move, to work something out. Exactly. And, yeah. and see, and that's, that's some everlasting shit, like kid or no kid, because like, that's stuff that, like, thousands of years from now, people could listen to it and be like, wow, this is how it was. This is how... the thoughts, the schemes that they were talking about. And, and you don't know what kind of idea gets sparked from breaking things down. Like, <clears throat> like if you look at, and, and, it, and it's funny because, like, you, you mentioned the Ben Shapiro book, but if you look at the historical context and really, the historical journey that that book takes you through, you sit back and realize, like, wow, so much of, like, what's so common and everyday in life today, it, at one point, it wasn't like this. And, and, and the reason it is like this now is because there were some people that broke it down. They broke down art or policy or things. They took time. And, like... And when they broke it down, they sounded fucking crazy. Like to the people of that time, they yeah. they were like, "What do you like? Why do you care so much? Like, why do you, 
what what are you doing like why are you breaking this down like why are you just sitting and pondering like like what does it matter to some but then yeah. to others it's like look how necessary this was or is well even a part of in the book you were mentioning to me i don't think i've gotten to that point where he talks about what the meaning of uh of uh, israel like in uh in hebrew it translates to struggle with god yeah that's some struggle with god that's three words but three very powerful words and i think that with those three words we could have a whole hour conversation about think about that and or uh, you're not gonna do your famous and we will <laughs> no 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 and we will <laughs> God damn it. No, I was waiting we on it. I paused. I was like, I'm waiting on that dumbass shit. <laughs> no, but it's it's crazy. Like like the detail, you know what I mean? Like three words, but powerful words. Like and and and, and you think about like where that philosophy stemmed from. At some point, somebody, some people, maybe not just one person, some people we're like breaking that shit down, like the way we're breaking stuff down, or the way that maybe a listener breaks down stuff after they hear what we said, or or hear a song, or doing whatever the fuck it is that they do on their own, like that we don't even know and that we're not aware of. Painting and like, what does that mean? Like, what was the thought process of this painting, or whatever, or or not even just like art. What are you telling your kids, like? Or the experience you're having with your kids. There's so much facets to to life and like purpose and drive. And that's why like when you hear something like this, like with Nipsey Hustle, the fact that like this was somebody that that was a, a cultivator of of that. Whatever that is. Like yeah. really yeah. like 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 so tragically taken away for nothing and probably by somebody that like the concepts we're discussing like don't they won't even fathom they can't even like it's like we we probably lost them in the first 10 seconds of this shit you know yeah yeah and it's so sad it's sad because it almost makes and 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 i was mentioning this to you earlier it, it makes like the the intro to Damn, that much greater. The Kendrick Lamar album. Yeah. And if you guys haven't heard it, it's worth a listen. Um, Where he, where it's like... The music, it's so eerie. And then like, he's walking up to this lady who seems lost. And like, she she's like lost something. And he's like, you, you look... You seem like you lost something. And then she turns around and shoots him. Mm-hmm. It's like... That's nuts to me. Like, but but then it, it feels like like this. Like like and I guess that's what he was trying to explore, how fragile shit is. Because a lot of the themes kind of like if you break them down in the album, they really do touch on that. Like yeah. how fragile shit is. Yeah. And and it's a... one thing I will say about that album. Is like it really does explore some themes that um 
I don't know if any other rap album has really ever explored like two songs in particular that I've always like stood out greatly to me is and we talked about this one track earlier feel yes like this idea of being so successful and I and I think this very much ties into this Nipsey Hussle situation this idea of being so successful but that really doesn't like cure any of the real problems like that yeah. one might have and in that it's like it's like you well at this point like i don't need money or like even the same remedies that i used to need really what i need is somebody to pray for me yeah like that like what a crazy concept like you don't i mean i feel like some rappers have explored it but not like quite like that no like that takes you on a journey and and by the end of the song you're quite depressed <laughs> like yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? like yeah. How could you? How could you make a song? <laughs> You're doing music. Make me feel happy. But like, it's it's so good. It's such a good song and such a genuine song that by the end of it. But the truth is, whoever said music was supposed to only make you happy, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. Right, well, like, in today's day and age, everyone wants to go to the club and yeah. listen to club shit. But yeah, you're right. You're you're very right. I mean, and and then, and then there's another one where he talks about fear. And 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 then it's aspects of like fear as a young kid fear as a high school kid and like the high school aspect i always thought about that because like when he raps about the high school part those were things that when i was in high school because we kind of came obviously he was from california but like the area that he came from there's there was elements in our neighborhood about that stuff so when i would leave my house i was like man i could probably get like drive by it or yeah i could probably like die at mcdonald's someone you know, or in Pizza Hut, someone will try to rob, rob the place and shoot me because I tried running out. Or, and it's like, man, that's crazy. You know, like fear. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the the third, oh yeah, the the first the the first verse he talks about as a kid, like just fear of his mom. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll beat your ass if I'll beat your ass if this, I'll beat your ass if that. And it's like, it's almost comedic in yeah. the sense of like. You're scared of getting your ass whooped by your mom. Yeah, and then it goes to like some life or death shit, and then and then in the third verse, he's talking about like, I'm, shit, I'm, I just fucking made an album. I'm successful. Why am I afraid? Yeah, it almost paralleled. That, that was kind of scary because at the time that I that I heard that song, um, well, I've heard that song millions of times, but. A time that I heard that song, particularly recently, I was reading the book that you had told me about, the true crime oh, book, yeah. and and uh, the author, uh, which what's his name again? I can't uh, think of it. James Renner. James Renner. Yeah, he talks about kind of things being too good yeah. to, to make him happy, yeah. or like being fearful of like success. I I have I have that too. Like I I don't know if like it's not necessarily success, but like I have this this uh this thing where I get antsy like when like life gets like abundant. It's like man, like I'll be like man, this is going well. This is going well. This is like how I want this to go. It's like oh boy, time to shoot up some heroin. Oh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, yeah, it's I understand. Like, oh boy, like it's you know, it's you know, it's like you've been in a storm for so long that when everything is calm now, it's like you're like, well, like, 
Who's there? Like he the like the little the littlest <laughs> creek is like who's there? Anybody out there? <laughs> like it, <laughs> you know, it's it's it is it really is a a crazy a crazy thing. Uh, it it kind of it kind of man, we're going through all the music today, but it parallels um, "Crazy in Love" by Eminem on the encore album. Yeah, where it's like it becomes, and I think this is a good thing, but like your problems become your fuel. Yeah. So sometimes when it's so calm, it's yeah. like, whoa, what am I preparing for now? Like, yeah. there must be a hurricane and shit coming. If it's this calm, yeah. it's the calm before the storm type shit. Yeah. And, and, and like, I understood how although Eminem's life wasn't a perfect life and, and he had a lot of trials and tribulations, those very things were kind of what gave him his superpowers. Yeah. And that's why that song is so awesome because Crazy in Love is about his problems. Yeah. He's talking to his problems. And but but what's interesting though is like I I think about that and like that that like that fear, if you will. And then the other song I wanted to mention about like the Kendrick Lamar album is called God. And it's like the one's like, This is what God feel like laughing to the bank, like ah. Yeah. And it's like it's sort of like that whole thing of like enjoying the moment, enjoying the moment. And it's like you would never really be able to feel what God feels like ever. Like, honestly, like even if you try to imagine that shit, your head will probably fucking explode. Yeah, but you'll be in a psych ward. But it's like it's like it's like the question of is this like the closest we get? Like how like how close do we get? Is it, you know. And then that that kind of ties into a book I know you're familiar with, and uh, like one of my favorite books uh, by actually one of my favorite art- authors, The Subtle Art of How to Not Give a Fuck. And in that book, he talks about how like you'll never be without problems. It's more of a thing of like you at some point you get to the point where you get to choose your problems or you get to choose better problems because yeah. you'll never be without problems. And it and it's interesting because like tying into what you said about crazy and love, and then also I think about like what Ben Shapiro recently went through with like the Economist magazine saying that he was alt right and all that stuff. It's like that foundation and that fear that like you might have of like, oh man, things are going good man, this is too good or this is too nice or whatever. Like, what is this? It could very well be the calm before the storm. But that storm that's coming, it may be a storm that you're like, it like, like not the one you think is coming. Like, you might think like, oh, man, man, you know, my life is good. People, am I about to go broke or like, Am I about to lose like a loved one or whatever? But it, and it might not be any of that. It might be, no, nah, this this periodical is gonna write like a slander piece about you, and now you now you gotta defend yourself. And maybe you're so prepared for that problem that it's like when it comes, it's like, ah, you know, I got this, I got this, you know. And and, and and that's sometimes that's nice, like when it's like a problem where when you face it, it is a challenge and it is a hurdle, but because of that calmness that you just had before the proverbial storm, you're able to tackle it with like 
a sense of bravado and like a sense of of confidence. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, and that's that's not bad too. Like that's you know that that's that that that's in a way it's good. You know, because yeah. like I say, it's a better problem than perhaps the problem that you thought was coming or you might have expected. And um. And yeah, like it's it's crazy. Like that that's that's life. That's uh that's like like for instance, at one point like we had the the problem of damn, like we want more people to listen to the show. Now the problem is, man, a lot of more people are listening to the show, but now as more people are listening to the show, there's people that are like like on some hater shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and that's a different problem, but you're kind of prepared, like without you even realizing, you've been preparing for that problem. Yeah, and it's like when you get the the hater, and see, like someone can hate and be on some goofy shit. Oh, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. No, I don't mean like that. I mean like an opponent that, like, like as you just, put it, a worthy adversary. Yeah, a worthy ad- exactly a worthy adversary is like wow, that just steeped through the cracks. Yeah. We they're made there, contact. Like, yeah, yeah. They're they're there. Like not everybody loves you. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, this is this is uh this is weird, but it's kinda like and, and you hope and pray that it is a worthy adversary because a not so worthy adversary does shit like this to, to Nipsey Hustle. That's not a worthy adversary. No. Like if a motherfucker really had a problem with Nipsey Hustle, rap battle him. Like you know, like if yeah. if like if, like if there's like problem, like ideologically, like battle him. Like yeah. or, or or like you want to compete against business or something like that. Like on an ideological or or psychological hemisphere, that's all fine and dandy. But like like to be so unworthy of being an adversary that like. You operate in a, in a mode of cowardice, nah. Like, no, n- nobody will, nobody will fuck with it. And yeah. uh, yeah. and it's funny because I I recently saw I came across this interview by Kevin Gates, and he was talking about how, like, when he comes across dumb people or people that he reads as dumb, he stays out of their way because he he's like he's like. Like it's not even worth us like getting in an argument because I already see how you operate, like and like I got things to live for. You clearly don't, like, and you yeah. clearly don't care. So is it even worth like me and Gate like no, I stay and, and and it was it was on the Breakfast Club. It seemed like it was a while ago, but I had never really came across it. And Charlemagne was was there and he said the same thing. He's like, I do the same thing, like it's not worth I'm not gonna fight you because like you're gonna get a gun and like try to kill me because you don't we're not even operating on the same wavelength like and and it goes to what you're saying you're not even a worthy adversary it's not even worth you know my time my effort yeah the risk to me my family like nah and uh and 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 that concept is is very important the concept of a worthy adversary and like you and and shit, you 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 one would would hope that that's all they deal with versus somebody that's not a worthy adversary and willing to do some like crazy ass shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
and and it's crazy because um <laughs> did 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 you did you see his last tweet? Who? Nipsey Hussles? No. This is probably going to give you goosebumps. Having strong enemies is a blessing. Wow. <laughs> what you just what you were just talking wow. about. Yeah. I had no idea. That was his last tweet. Wow. And that and that's exactly what I was saying. Like it's like you you pray for a strong enemy. Yeah. Because the strong enemy will operate with the same level of strength that versus like a conniving like yeah. oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to I'm going to hurt him like this or secretly or like yeah. I'm going to or I'm going to stab him in the back. Yeah, nah, like face me, or yeah. like how I got Ernie says when he's a little tipsy, fucking fight me, yeah. <laughs> fucking Ernie, I'll fight your ass, I'll fight you, you right stupid now. Bitch. <laughs> I, we haven't seen him. We got to go over there. I know, we, we haven't seen him in a while. We miss you, Ern. We don't see you, man. Or like, or even like when when he's not on some fight, he'll or like on just on some Madden show. He man, man, fucking face me right now. Yeah. <laughs> especially, it's so great when he gets like that. Especially after he's lost, like yeah. like it's like he wants his like get back so bad. No, I'm not face me right now. Like no, like man. if the outcome's gonna be any different than what it was. <laughs> I whooped you, bro. No, face me. Like right. like it was so great when we when when. <laughs> When when me you and him when we were playing uh, No Mercy, and then uh, and then like we were having the triple threat match, right? Yeah, yeah. and so like, it's so great. I convinced him. Yeah. I was like, I was like, fam, listen, Ricky's too good. I was like, I was like, you, we gotta destroy, dude. Oh, so pissed because <laughs> it was a ladder match. I was like, I was like, <laughs> he's too good. Like you gotta you gotta get at a dude. And then I'll win, and then I'm gonna give you a title shot. Yeah. Like, so dude starts beating me with a ladder. Yeah, so it's a triple threat. We're all supposed to be against one another, every yeah. man for himself. But instead, I had convinced dude to like destroy him because you were very much gonna win. Yeah, you were very much gonna win, and I was like, "There's no way, like, with all three of us fighting each other, we have to like double team you." Yeah, to win, and so I convinced him, and I'm like, "But listen." Soon as I'm gonna give you a title shot, a one on one. Yeah. <laughs> so I convinced him. <laughs> and he then he's whooping on me. And, and then like and like holding you back, and he's like, "Go twist, get it, get it, get it. like on some rooting for me shit." And then when I get it, I'm like, "You'll never get a title shot. You'll never." <laughs> yeah, because the whole the whole thing was when you climb the ladder, the the belt is there, so he's trying to grab it, and then he grabs it, and that's the first thing you told him. I was like, "Yeah." the chair you'll never get a title shot and then you gave him a title shot with me as a special guest referee so i already knew like i did some joker ass shit i orchestrated everybody's emotions because i already knew you had vengeance for yep. him. so so it was like he would have me pinned for like six seconds and you'd be like one hold the arm up Two and then never go down to three. And then I just He's get like, up and start punching. He'll be like, oh, bitch, what was you? Oh, bitch ass guy. And then like me, I get him down. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> the first time you pinned him, I was like, one, two, three. Oh, he wins. I was like, yeah. Bitch. And then he'd be like, oh, and then you were like, no, nah, bitch, you did that shit. <laughs> Oh, oh we gotta play that game. Yeah, that was. I can't good. wait till they make the N sixty four mini. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but we gotta we gotta hang out with Earn. But yeah, man, that shit. That's some that's some crazy shit though. 
It is. It, it really is. Strong enemies are a blessing. That's uh, I think that's a good way to to close it out. Yeah, I mean, what else could we say? We got we got deep with this one. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. It sucks. You were a shining light, and fucking. It's too bad that we won't be able to hear another album or see where everything would have would have went, where your clothing line could have went. But just know that. I mean, fuck rap, just in general, like, this meant something bigger. Like, yeah. th- this should make someone want to be successful and, and want to grow and, and, and kind of, like, outweigh the dark, kind of like on some True Detective season finale shit, season mm-hmm. one. Because it's times like this that, like, that shit will test you for real. Like, this shit is... Yeah, definitely. This is this is what the darkness could do. Like it could it could make you not see the light, but sometimes it's like the very little light that you do see is is what you should use to keep moving forward. So obviously we pray for his family and obviously to all his fans. I mean keep listening to listen to the whole album Victory Lap and uh rejoice that hey Dude, dude came out. He came out swinging. had a had an amazing album. had a, had an amazing life, and was doing things with his life. and 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 he left a lot of gold out there for yeah. everybody. Rest in peace. Absolutely. Um, that's our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep sharing it. So please continue to do so. We thank you so much. We actually uh, last month was. I don't know where it ranks. Like, I, it's like the numbers are are doing so well that like I'm losing track of like what month is our best month and stuff like that. But <laughs> but we all we had another like really good month. Uh, so thank you so much for that. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, uh, and if you want to listen to some rap music um, on any major streaming platform, uh, Audio Apes, we're out. Peace. Peace.